Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I've seen many searching for answers far and wide, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester United win yet another League Cup. It's Monday, 27th of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm David Cartledge. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hi, everybody. Good to have you Hello. with us. Happy Monday, Pete Donaldson. Yeah. It's always good to get the working week on <laughs> Just glad to get back into it, to be honest. Oh, yeah. P.E.D. Who booked David today? Yeah, I was about to say. It's, it's, it's terrible still... calendar work. Is that the worst thing, seeing a beaming Sunderland fan? <laughs> <laughs> am I glowing? Is it the light or am I just glowing? Have you got filler on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing makeup, David. Oh, dear. <laughs> of course, David, it will be soon the 50th uh, anniversary celebration of that Sunderland FA Cup triumph and uh, <laughs> good that the schedule's clear for uh, for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing hanging over that now. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Never in um, doubt. It's Monday. Let's start with our highlights of the weekend. <laughs> Peter, would you like to get us off to a good start? Getting into fucking Wembley, I'll tell you what. Because <laughs> I did no need that stress. <laughs> I bought tickets uh, for the final mm. uh, from a reseller. Oh, yeah? Where do you, do you, one you'd recommend? I, I can't remember what they're even called to be honest. I've no. used them before. I'm sure they've changed the name I'm by sure now. <laughs> they've moved on to a different um, Ethereum uh, level Bitcoin. Um, but, but they, they uh, so I've used them before for uh, a West Ham uh, ticket. Okay. Uh, Never let Newcastle. you down. Uh, well, I mean, they said the tickets like 20 minutes before I got in. So, so I mean, yeah. that was my first. Hope you don't clue. like the pre match. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you hope you don't like those uh, little boxes with flames coming out of it. Um, the uh, and, and so I bought like really. I mean, just just. I mean, on a Monday morning, it yeah. feels like a bad decision kind right. of level of money uh, for tickets uh, yesterday. And um, so I got them like two days before the match. And they had a name on them, right? I'm not going to say mm. what that name is. Yeah. Marcus, you... Presumably uh, it wasn't Pete Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, no. It was, uh, it was, it was a name. And I, yeah. go, and I thought, I wonder if that person's like a, a notable, you know... Good ticket, egg. Good egg. Uh, he was uh, arrested 10 years ago for uh, forging tickets <laughs> to the Rolling Stones. <laughs> And so, like, you, you really do. It's, you don't need that level of stress trying to get to Wembley. Oh, it says Bill Wyman on these tickets. 
<laughs> He's still knocking about. Uh, so uh, through through various means, I managed to get in, uh, yeah. and and so, but I was there like two hours early. <laughs> I was like, right, if I don't get in, I've got to do something. Yeah, climb through the aforementioned sewers. Uh, <laughs> but I got in, and uh, it was just great to be in there. To yeah. be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a steak sandwich and a pint. Oh dearie me! Ah, <laughs> uh, you're marvelous. So yeah, that your highlight was um, just, just, gaining, just before just yeah, 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 just gaining access. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like getting into getting past a bounce in a nightclub yeah. in for free. Didn't just, have to pay. It's just good to see the man's turned his life around. <laughs> Or he's been able to forge QR codes. <laughs> quite possibly, quite possibly. Uh, David, your highlight of the weekend. Yeah, it was in the Manning United celebrations. There was two course little... It, of course it was. Outrageous. Shameless. Completely Northeast Union here, is there? <laughs> you got 45 minutes of this, mate, to buckle up. <laughs> he keeps on talking it in the Grim Pod chat. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's two moments in the Manning Out celebrations. I thought it was really nice, Ten Hag mm. dancing with Lissandro and Anthony, recreating a little dance what they had when they were at Ajax, when Ajax won the title. Oh, is that right? So I thought that was a oh, nice that little moment. That is quite moment. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder in what on earth they were doing. And then there was another one just in front of the Manning Out fans as well, and all the players were going up and what have you and clapping them and such. And But Walt Weggerhorst just was just kneeled down a little, mm. crouched down a little bit, and you just really soaking it all up mm-hmm. and you could see it, it genuinely mattered mm. to him you know yeah. when you think about he what he was playing in turkey a few months ago and what have you he probably had no Burnley not that long yeah yeah, yeah exactly and, and now like, he's on for a quadruple yeah exactly it's quite remarkable and you could just see him actually genuinely mm. overcome by the emotion yeah. of it all and really really soaking mm. it up and I, I, I just read this morning on the way here as well he couldn't even do his interview on dutch tv because he was overcome with emotion he was actually crying oh. yeah yeah so I thought that was a really nice moment. That is a nice moment, yeah. My my highlight of the weekend is not to do uh, with this game. Is it Bruno crying? <laughs> For a different reason. Exactly. Um, no, I'm going to go with it. Friday night, Fulham versus Wolves under mm. the lights. Good performance from Wolves. The man of Solomon goal. Come on. Mm. Hey, what a player. What but the... actually, my highlight, I think, was Diego Costa coming on for Wolves. Right. Because I thought to myself, who is... Oh, that used to be Diego Costa. <laughs> he, looked, he looked like a competition winner or something. Yeah, he the looked, ghost of Diego Costa. Do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah, and, I'm yeah. not, and I'm, before anybody thinks... Like, he doesn't look particularly overweight. I'm not like slagging it. None of that kind of stuff. It just He just looked like the way his shirt was untucked, the way he just, just shot the body language. It felt like... Yeah, I'll have a bit of a run out, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. It was just straight, yeah. Was, Pre-season, manager getting on. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, fair. Just nice to see him, yeah. yeah. It's certainly calmed my nerves for the last 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're not going to lose we'll this game. Right, yeah. yeah, draw it draw worst. Um, well, uh, gentlemen, let's talk then more in depth about uh, the uh, the Carabao Cup final, Manchester United 2, Newcastle United. Neil, Manchester United, the long wait is over. <laughs> They've won their first trophy since 2017. Does that piss you off when people go on about a long wait, Peter? <laughs> Archibald Fulham never won a major trophy in their history. Yeah, okay? well, producer it's been Char- since the 1950s. Producer for... Charlie's on the train with a, a, a load of Man United fans who, I mean, did not... Um... He went to the game. Yes, he did, yeah. yeah he, uh, and he's yeah, a Newcastle and, and, fan. And he's a Newcastle fan. And uh, it was um, he was on the train and, and the Man United fans didn't cover themselves. They just didn't seem into winning. Oh, I, I did realized... he not say they left five minutes before the end? They were all leaving five minutes before the end. It was ridiculous. <laughs> outrageous. But, um, uh, uh, you know, it, it it sounds quite bitter to say it now, but I mean, the the, the scenes on Wembley were like the Johnny just having a nice time, yeah. And, and the Man United fans were giving it. Fucking come on, then you fuck. I was like, <laughs> so you, you won, you dicks. You won. Just enjoy it. Um, but uh, and, and and there was a lad on the train. He was going, you know, I've been supporting them since '91. We've seen some hard times. Very hard. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen us lose those kind of cup finals before. I've, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I I I think that. Well, I remember when Newcastle played. Chelsea in the semi-final of the FA Cup mm. many moons ago mm. um, and I think Gus Poy got the winner that day and a couple of mates of mine Newcastle fans said they came out of the stadium and it was the Newcastle fans that were singing <laughs> Chelsea fans weren't, weren't, weren't singing away you know, they, I, it's a very cliched thing to say but it's cliched because it's it's true the support Newcastle have is phenomenal I, I think um, I think the I think the Newcastle I think the Newcastle fans I think Newcastle as a club is compromised obviously yeah. but I think the fan base uh, isn't to a certain extent, you know what I mean? Mm. They're, they're still fucking joy in their hearts, and it, they're still yeah. self-effacing, uh, self-depreciating, uh, and, and kind mm. of like they they. Well, they, they take, didn't they... sell the club to no, just and and, and, and yeah. we've said it before. You know, you, well, you just, I just give up the thing I do every Saturday, like mm. because a despotic regime. I mean, you could do you could do without sort of mm. um, hero worship in certain uh, sure. people in, in the operations of the club, but um, it was it, it was just a fucking good day out, Marcus. I really really enjoyed it. Everyone mm. was just absolutely. I'm so glad to hear. A proper that. laugh, uh, yeah. Because the was, scenes was... in London the day before, I was actually up in central London. And it was, it was yeah. like it was like the old days. You remember <laughs> Trafalgar Square in central London? 
used to be the place where because um, often in cup finals, you know, usually in May or a bit mm. summertime and so on, the fans would end up in the fountains and it was all a bit crazy and whatnot. Um, and we haven't really seen that for a while. I mean, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, so well, because see... the, the usual There's suspects a... win every time. Well, like. There's only it, Sutherland really. who's done it when they've come up. That's well, well, and, so I was good. Sutherland's are the ones who's And we were there for it. that final, actually, mm, yeah, when yeah. Manchester City beat them, yeah. yeah. And and you're right. I think I think that's the, the joy of these finals is when you get a team who are not usually in finals. Yeah. But they're a big side as well because sometimes you can get cup finals where people want the underdog to do well. But if it is, say, two unfancied sides, and he's not here to uh, defend this, but when it was, say, well, it was, this is the FA Cup, not the League Cup, but when Portsmouth were in the final against, was it Cardiff? Mm. Yes. Uh, when when Carney scored the winner, um, you think, or, or when Swansea played Bradford in the final of, of the League Cup. Of course it's great to see those two teams. Absolutely. But you do lose a little bit of occasion because it's not, yeah, you lose the prestige. Yeah, yeah, the of, course, prestige. of course you do. Exactly, no disrespect to anybody, but that's just, that's the way it is. So when you get a club like Newcastle and the size of them and so on, you've got the prestige mm-hmm. and you've got that supporters and you've got that just sheer excitement and joy in the fact that they're in a cup final. Yeah, because we've seen Manchester City and Liverpool dominate this this competition, and Liverpool are great with the, 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 the travelling supporters. Don't get me wrong; this is not a slight on anybody else. So, I mean, Sunderland's got the best travelling support in the country. you yeah. would probably say like they're they're. they're and Man United uh, have got a great travelling support, they, but they need. But they need. I think the northeast needs to be represented in latter stages of of these competitions, and they need mm. to be up there in the top half of the table, in my opinion, because sure. there's a, it, it's a big old space. And well, it's yeah. ridiculous that we're in a situation where we just don't have clubs that are, that, that are competing. Indeed. And and and, and, and the clubs in the North East, without sounding like from yesteryear, it, it is true, you know, to try and get something because, you know, they, they've not been that well represented at the top tier and so on. And no. You've got to kind of look at the future and, and so on and so forth. And with that in mind, Peter, why did you spend all this pre-sort of cup thing dressed as a Renaissance man? Oh, I was I uh, I was just messing around. I was I was I was at a murder. Oh, messing around. I was at a murder mystery thing. Well, I walked to the fancy oh, right. dress shop and I said I need a I need a Renaissance costume. And, and and I think somebody tweeted in that it was actually a Tudor costume. It is indeed a Tudor costume. Is it really? That's exactly what she said. She oh, said, I thought uh, you were popping down to Trafalgar Square. And you thought, <laughs> I just I just can't do this in jeans and hoodie and Newcastle. Well, top I over thought it. about sort of just dressing up for. Club Wembley. I mean, yeah, Sam on Twitter said, don't want to burst any bubbles here, but that looks Tudor to me, yeah, as, yeah, as you yeah. said. Yeah, and then um, on Instagram, listener John Winwell said, I haven't been uh, invested, this invested in a journey since Sam and Frodo left the Shire. Mm. So, uh, you know, you can nice, the imagination so I started, of a started down in kind of like near Glastonbury and sort of made my way up, up, to, uh, really? up to Wembley. It was what a, a pilgrimage. It was a real pilgrimage. Fly me, O'Reilly, yeah. How about that? Um, it was nice to see the um, Steve McLaren look-alike fan he's back he's, he's there. a Man United fan yeah I, um, I, I mean it's incredible isn't it he was an England fan then he was a France fan <laughs> is he a Manchester United fan in the next cup final he could be in the end it is quite stunning really and mm. um, there was a shirtless James Corden look-alike as well less enjoyable uh, but Steve McLaren was there yeah indeed he of was course. in, in the coaching a... staff at Manchester United yeah he's been playing a key part as well you know I yeah think yeah yeah you, you sort of get the feeling that for Manchester United this was a weirdly important thing for the team rather than the, the I think it was, I think it was huge yeah because yeah, just really to start do. this kind of like yeah. well we could yeah. win a few things pretty soon mm. and we need to sort of kick on here well Manchester United have the turnaround under Ten Hag this season has been quite something it's remarkable think about how crap it was at the start of the season you go back to that Brentford game oh. and people are already saying wow it's, it's happening again maybe yeah. Ten Hag can, maybe this is just too much maybe he even he can't do it Yeah, and it genuinely was that that's how Law the mm. club was at that point. That's mm. how you know disillusioned the fans were with everything and how it had been run. But the way he's gathered everybody, and I keep hearing this line about look, Man United spent all this money mm. and they've got all these players, they should be playing like that. I mean, all right, if they should be playing like that, why isn't mm. any other manager done it then? Well, Just Chelsea being, and Liverpool, how should uh, they be playing? Yeah, right? ex- exactly. And and better it, is the answer, but about, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And he's really, Ten Hag has really brought everyone together at the club, I Pretty think. quietly as well. Yeah, really quietly, really disciplined. Mm. Um, I think not looking too far ahead, just taking everything game by game. Uh, Diego Simeone, or it's the mantra, he always lives with partido a partido, game by game. And I feel like Ten Hag is doing that. He's just going, get, but last night, already straight away, I think I read Man United left about 10.30pm, 11, 11 last night. Yeah. Already back to Manchester preparing for the West Ham game midweek. Incredible. Just cutting things short. And it's an incredible mentality where he's instilled... I think if you see the way the team are all together as well. And and yesterday was, it was a scruffy game mm. as well. It was a scruffy game in places. It was a lot different to the game against Barcelona. 
So yeah. Barcelona game, you go. It's a game about control. It's a game about the transitions. It's very much tactical focus. I think against mm-hmm. Newcastle, it was more about digging in, being a bit more physical. Yeah. Because if you look at Newcastle against Arsenal earlier in the season, Arsenal were really shocked. They were like, mm. Jesus. Yep. These lads, big team, tough, very disciplined. Mm-hmm. Joe Linton's going to hurt me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think Newcastle have done that. They've 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 really. I mean, I saw it at Fulham. They they just go bump. They can overwhelm teams actually quite early on. They're yeah. fast. They're physical. All that kind of stuff. And I think Manchester United. I think would have planned for that and thought, right, well, let's let's maybe catch him on the break or something like that. Bruno was brilliant. He was really taking the game them, I thought. Mm. And it was almost a challenge to some of the Man United players. Right, who's going to gear in and, and, and face up to him? And there was a mm. little to do, I think, when Anthony absolutely sold Dan Byrne <laughs> or, or wrong and Bruno came hurling in he did, and yeah. Joe Linton came hur- hurling in as well. And it had like a nice little bit of a needle to it as well. Mm. You don't but, do that to our big man. <laughs> but, but Man United were up to it. Again, yeah. completely contrasting game to the Barcelona games, mm-hmm. but they sure they've got a different side of them yes mm. and, but, but you know, I mean they were doing that at 2-0 up though you sort of think once they scored two goals you were like Newcastle don't score a lot yeah. of goals and they, mm. they, they just cannot fashion yeah. 100% chances it's only like a 30% chance at mm-hmm. best but even even though they missed a couple of sitters in my opinion that they could have put away so yeah, yeah. but I think with Manchester United though that it really felt very very calculated and very ruthless Ex- and and they didn't even play that well, and yet no. it was a fairly comfortable win in the end in that final. Newcastle did a lot of the early running, of course, but the fact that you know they 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 scored. I mean, I think the, the, a lot of the chat was around Newcastle, and and and, and their goalkeeper, been, and well, and the goalkeeper. <laughs> we'll come to him in a second. But the you know a lot of the chat about them not being in many cup finals. A lot of the noise was you know literally made by the Newcastle fans, and that's where you see Ten Hag just saying, right, lads. Don't worry about that. Very cool, calm and collected and calculated. And they're going to come at us. And, you know, perhaps Sam Maximum had a chance, didn't he? Which De Gea saved quite well. And it was not long after that, Casemiro then scores. And it really knocked the stuffing out of Newcastle. I think. I think. I think the manner of the goal as well. They're yeah. not great. They've not been great from 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 set pieces mm-hmm. in Newcastle lately. And and just it was a bit of a killer to get that goal. And then and then to score so quickly yeah, after exactly. that. Exactly. It was just a bit of a and and that killed. Sorry, the that, cra- that killed it. That killed the, the crowd. Like yeah. the, the Newcastle crowd. Mm-hmm. And it was just. It was just a real shame, really. Mm-hmm. But it, it, from Manchester United's point of view. It was just that is a lovely old job. They defended pretty deep. They defended well. Compact. When well, when you've got Varane and Martinez, and he made some really good change. I thought uh, again, come back to Ten Hag, the mm. Wan Bissaka. Yeah, I, I, I think really was. altered everything because Sam Maximum was having the the absolute run of Dallo. It yeah. looked scary every time he got the ball, and then mm. Saint Maximum completely faded out the game mm. in the end. He got taken off in the end because he, he was just really mm. really struggling. He's done a Dan Burn to kind of go forward. Yeah, 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 but Wan Bissaka is good at that, isn't he? Because sometimes his positional play and 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 whatnot has been questioned. But when it's kind of like, see that guy who's going to run at you, yeah. deal with that. Mm. That's where he's, he excels. He's got that scoop challenge, like Zaha said. I think Zaha yeah, said when he, when he did the and you, you go and Zaha I remember him saying like, I, uh-huh. I look behind me, I was like, oh, it's Aaron. Because <laughs> he just knows he's got that ability. To, and he made so many challenges like that where he's yeah. just hooked round, mm-hmm. got the ball back off from Saint Maximum or another player, yeah. and then started an attack and transition. And he was excellent. And then they brought on um, McTominay and Sabitzer, who, who I think was excellent again. Don't my forget l- Harry Maguire and Harry Maguire as well. And again, it made and the- Jen Sancho. <laughs> And when you, you look at the two benches, you're like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Bloody easy for Ted Hag. Giving <laughs> Ditch and Sancho a couple of minutes at the end for a laugh. I think I was probably the only person in the whole uh, of the nation going, go on, Harry! And he came on. <laughs> One hand on the trophy to lift it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Rafael Varane suggested before the game that winning the Carabao Cup could be better than winning the Champions League. I'd like to get his comments this morning. Um, uh, but it, I think it, 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 it might be underplayed, actually, what it meant to those Manchester United players because look at Bruno Fernandes you know you think what a player he is and the kind of figure he cuts and so on that's a guy who perhaps if uh, he'd made other moves I'm not saying he's made um, bad decisions by the way but a player as talented as him by now in his career would have had maybe four or five trophies or something, mm. you know. Whereas this is his first trophy with Manchester United. Yeah. It's Harry Maguire's first trophy with Manchester United. And people say well, he wasn't one of the main players. I understand that, but he still gets a medal. He still lifts the trophy. And he played only a handful of minutes. So there's a lot of players who have actually been playing for, for Manchester United for a little while who haven't won a trophy for a bit, size of the club they are. Those who have come in, it's their first trophy. da di da di da and, and that is what people are talking about now with Ten Hag trying to build something. And you think, well, I tell you what, because they're still they're still competing for three more. It's unlikely they're going to win the league, of course. But the fact that it was merely mentioned showed you what he's been doing. Um, 
but it's it, it it is quite something whether the fans appreciate it or not. You know? <laughs> it's it's some of the fans. <laughs> it's money out of the world in the way because they're competing on every front still. Mm. You know, we we into the new year, we're getting at the business end, and they are still they are competing on every single front, and they've look, already got they've already got one pot in the bag. So look at the Europa League. Yeah, I mean, come on, the, it, you know they've got. Uh, do you think that's a squad that should be doing that though? Like he's got such a, 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 a and they got it wrong for such a long time. Yeah, but if you are looking at your bench, you sort of go, yeah, I mean these players could probably do something. <laughs> Surely, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I, yeah, I think honestly, I, I do. I think I think they should be competing, but I think it's the manner in which. They have competed. If you look at all the other clubs, you could put it to them. So why on Chelsea, still right, yeah, yeah. City? Do you know what I mean? Like that, you know, they've got Manny has got an FA Cup game now on Wednesday, yeah. and and again, it's just the, it's the mentality. It's a mentality shift. Yeah. And going back to your point about Bruno as well, which I think is a really good one. When you sign for Man United, you expect if I'm making that move, yeah. I'm competing for trophies. Yeah. And ultimately, for the past six or seven years, they haven't really been properly yeah, doing the Europa that. League final, yeah, which yeah. was a huge disappointment, really. Oh, massively. So yeah. if you're moving there, you expect that. So now. Ten Hag's come in and finally the yeah. mentality really is changing in mm-hmm. case of like, right, we are absolutely focused on trophies. You can see everybody's doing that. But I think Casemiro's got a big part of that. They keep, oh, everybody yeah, keeps bringing yeah. up Casemiro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about, but it is, it's about mentality. It's about instilling those people in the dressing room. Totally. You, you want to look around. You want to be sitting on that dugout at halftime. Mm-hmm. Sorry, in the benches, in, in, the, sub, in the sub room. And you'll be looking around. You're like, bloody hell, I've got Varane, yep. winner. Casemiro, mm-hmm. yep. winner. So you want to start seeing that as a player around well, you. And Bruno Fernandes well, and those types of players, you know, wants to say, right, well, I know I've won this trophy and I've mm. won that trophy. And and that, it gives everybody such a lift. Yes, yes, we're bloody Manchester United, you know. Mm. It's bad news for everybody else, uh, of course. But Newcastle United, Peter, I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, ah, oh, you know, it's it, it's tough luck for Manchester for, for Newcastle United, beaten by a better side. But they'll be back, you know. They'll, 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 there'll be more um, finals to come, surely. Without putting, you know, I don't want to kick you while you're down. But that was the feeling, kind of, in the late nineties when they when they got to the FA Cup final in ninety eight. Yeah, was I, it? I, th- I think people. You I mean, look at the sides, you know, with the Champions League football and all the rest of it, but there was still no trophy. How I think, do you, how I do think you feel about sort of, it? I think people sort of presume that you know you you have a regime behind you and it's all going to go very well on the field. Mm. Like I think it, if we know anything about Mohammed bin Salman and his people, uh, his, his cronies. Um, they don't always make the best decisions. So, like, there's no guarantee that this is a long-term project. There's no guarantee that this will be the thing that, that rescues Newcastle United from being mm-hmm. this kind of, like, also, not even an also-ran, like a, a relegation battler every uh-huh. every, every season. So we, we should take these kind of uh, days at Wembley as being the most exciting thing mm-hmm. and we should be trying to trying to win stuff. So, yeah, it's it's there's no guarantee that it's going to work. It, it, and, and like you say, it may not happen again. Mm-hmm. But what a day out. What mm-hmm. an exci- I was so excited for, like, a week Mm-hmm. or two before this happened like it's it, I still feel mm. like it was the best thing and and goodness me like to win it on top of that would have yeah. been just you know I uh I'd have a slightly gruffer voice let's say yeah no 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 sure <laughs> no I, I mean I get that I think that that we've talked about and, and we will continue um talk about where the money's come from <clears throat> excuse me and we, we have our opinions but focusing on how that money has been spent and what it's done to the club remarkably well because they haven't really spent it in it's not been grotesque levels of spending they spent it very wisely nothing nothing quite that conservatively really. well I mean that's yeah I mean there's nothing that Mike Ashley couldn't totally, have put in yeah. the club and, and, and the amount of money um, it, you just look at the two benches and sort of like that the bench is more mm. of an indicator of, of where Newcastle United are yeah. and, and, and this they are getting to a Wembley final way mm. quicker than anyone expected yeah. you know half of the players who, who were playing like you know Bruno and stuff mm-hmm. not been in English football for, for that long well, and, totally. and to have that kind of uh, <clears throat> impact and and it was the only player that the, the, the Jody sang about really mm. It was, uh, yeah, but it's still, but it's still positive. Newcastle on the pitch yeah. because they, they, you know they're fifth, they're two, uh, sorry, they're, they're four points behind Spurs. They got two games in hand. Um, you know, European football is a, 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 a huge target, and it's a very, very realistic target, of course, uh, for next season. This season's way better than what people so, thought it would. As be. a fan, as a fan, purely on the face that you'd look at that and go, right, that's that's great, that's mm. that's progress. You know, I know anything's progress considering the situation Newcastle are in, but like uh, that is major, major progress. Mm. And I think the steps are quite clear what they take next. They get a few more uh, players in, mm-hmm. continue the way that they have spent the money because, like you said, they've been very calculated, mm-hmm. they've been conservative in some regards, they've been so, so sensible with that. And I really respect them for how they've approached the market. Um, and they've walked away from deals when people said, Oh, extra 10 million for you lot. And they were like, well, Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, deal yeah. with you then. Um, so they're going in the right direction, and I think they continue to will do in in the summer as well. And it's only honestly onwards and upwards for them. Yeah. I think. Quick mention on uh, Loris Carius, the goalkeeper for Newcastle. He was all right, wasn't he? 
I thought he had a good game. He was all right. I, there some people were saying, oh, he should have done better with the second goal. He made the saves he needed to save. And... I, th- I thought that was a touch harsh. I think people might yeah. say it was, was a little bit slow. It was obviously a wicked deflection. Would a top keeper have saved that? Possibly. But, I mean, he's number two and he's hardly played. So all things considered, I don't think it was a, particularly an error. But he made some decent stops. Yeah, he, d- he did well. I think people were desperate for him to make an absolute howler. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. to kick the ball straight to somebody or mm-hmm. to miss a kick or, or, to th- or do he throw something, uh, throw the ball to Rashford or something like that. No, he had a really good game. Mm. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. That's it. There we Mentality are. monster. There we are. Redemption. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- it? Presumably Martin Dubravka was uh, quite I pleased s- to get a medal. Yeah. A winner's I, medal. I, I, so I was confused. I, I'm fairly certain I was I was sat, I think, near Emil Kraft and Martin Dubravka. Okay. And, uh, in the I United. D- in, 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 the, in the seat. But he was... Uh, I always get like, Dubravka's quite slight, isn't he? He's very, like, modern goalkeepers are so slight. All right, okay. I was like, very tall, but very slight. Who have you, is Neville Southall still your <laughs> reference point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, boom. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, dear. Well, commiserations, Peter. Never mind. Um, you know, it's, it's fun. Great day out. There's always next There's year. There's always next There's year. There's always next year, everybody. All right, we're going to have a quick break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hutchinson, his first touch isn't great, but he's still going. And it is another penalty for Sligo Rovers. He did catch him, I think, Declan. And an opportunity for Sligo Rovers to take the outside the shagging box. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the football ramble. Welcome back to the, the shagging football ramble, everybody. Uh, that was commentary uh, from the League of Ireland. Thanks to Brian McCormack for pointing that out to us on Twitter from the weekend. Nice one, Brian. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's talk. Let's go to the Premier League, shall we? Remember that? Um, let's start with Tottenham Hotspur 2, Chelsea 0. Um, before we talk about uh, Potter and so on, Oliver skipped with a beauty. Come on, that's how you hit him. Uh, yeah, his first Tottenham goal, of course. And uh, oh, I, 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 how God. often does that like end up with the net rather yeah. than just flashing wide or over? Oh, it was, I it love was, it. It was, it was a peach. And and you know as well when you hit it from there, it's like the, the, the VAR. There's nothing wrong with that. Is there, <laughs> there's no kind of was he offside or anything like that foul in the build-up. But I mean, Chelsea—they've scored the fewest goals in the Premier League since the start of November. 
And that you look wow. at the I, I, how, about that? how about how oh, about that? That's a hell of a stat. Yeah, that includes Southampton, by the way. Yeah, who beat them the other week, of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's extraordinary. Graham Potter is coming under huge pressure. Now, obviously, he spoke about those death threats him and his family received recently, which is awful, and no one should 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 have to put up with that and so on. But he's still adamant he's the right man for the job. But he did admit you can't rely on support forever. Um, I mean, I don't know what to make of this situation. Potter, he said he'd been looking to all or nothing for inspiration. He said, we were talking stop before... Talking. <laughs> stop talking. Stop fucking talking, yeah, he man. Really, yeah. He really needs to stop talking. Well, I think that's it. He said, we were talking before the game about watching all or nothing and Arsenal two years into Mikel's reign. <laughs> stop you on here. They're a London to, club as well. I know, yeah. We're going to copy oh, Arsenal. God. They're doing really well. You up for that, guys? <laughs> David, you, you've got some strong opinions I'm absolutely aghast with him. Honestly, his last three <laughs> or four press conferences have been, I think, really concerning, really troubling. If I'm, a, if I'm a fan of the team, fan of the club, and I'm seeing my manager approach things like that, I, I'd be really concerned. He's so downbeat and he looks really, and look, I know it's a cliche, but he does look really out of his depth at the moment. Mm. He is really, really struggling. Honestly, yeah. barely keeping his head above water at the moment. And every single word that comes out of his mouth is is really concerning. Mm. And, they're not doing anything at the moment. No. They they are doing nothing on the field. They really are not. It's there's, yeah. there's there's no flashes. There's no there's nothing positive. I think to take from performance at the moment, and that's what's really worrying. I think if you if you look at the situation, you know you can see some positives, but there is nothing there at the moment. The players just not buying in, or they just kind of because they just perceive him as being a manager who's not quite up to the level of a Chelsea manager. I don't think they're I don't think they're buying in and. It's got to be more than that, though, sure. No, no, I'm about to say that. I, I, yeah. I think they're not buying in, <clears throat> first and foremost. But also, there's a lot of players there and there's no consistency in those lineups mm-hmm. in, in when, what he wants to pour out. Yeah. Who is, what is the spine of that team? Mm. You know, it's very, very hard to pick. What, what, there's no regularity there in terms yeah. of how they play either. Um, Rhys James, who I'd consider one of the better players at the club, barely had a kick. Yeah. Everything went down the left-hand side yeah. through Chilwell. Enzo was spraying passes out there. I was looking at the passing map and... Reese James wasn't even in the game, which mm. is extraordinary to me. This is one of the play- I'd say Reese James being one of Chelsea's best players in the past few years. Well, he has, yeah, yeah. And there was nothing going through at him. There's just no. But what do you think of Mason Mount? I mean, he can't really get much time. Another one, I can't, I can't remember because he, he was one. He was meant to be one of the stalwarts. If if it carries on like this, and this is the thing that Chelsea have to do, if it carries on like this, Mount will look elsewhere. I think he already is. Well, there you go. So yeah. you know. Hello, Newcastle. <laughs> but um, but but he he will look elsewhere, and you think that's a player who should be at that club for another seven eight years. But when was he like- or, or, or the rest of his career? You know, you talk about stalwarts. You talk about you know talented players. You think right, build a side round or those who are going to be there. Whatever manager comes, you think of. I know these are ridiculous to mention these, but you think like Terry and Lampard and mm-hmm. your spine of those seasons, Drogba and so on. Um, Mount, you would think you know, let's make him one of those players. It wasn't that long ago he won the Champions League? Whereas now he's, he might look elsewhere and that's where Chelsea have to think, hang on, we might lose some of these players who we want to be around the club for a long time or or do you do you get rid of the manager? And in, in, and in recent sort of precedents, you get rid of the manager. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just on the case of Mount, a lot of people say, oh, when has he performed in a big game? Right now, when has he performed any game? Mm. I can remember the last time Mount had a good game and people said, oh, right, oh, Mount played really well. He's mm. just, he look, again, he looks really switched off. And if a player who mm. is Chelsea through and through yeah. isn't, buying in isn't looking you know you know standing up and being counted then hmm. it, it makes it all the more concerned it's just like, like I said there's, there's no feeling there hmm. it, well, it, it, and he's not suddenly become a bad player no I mean, you not. look at it, it, who's getting something it's not always on the manager if a player's having a bit of a dip in performance mm-hmm. stuff in their personal lives you know a bit of confidence on the, the pitch all sorts of reasons but you look at the aforementioned Ten Hag at Manchester United look at the tune he's getting out of Rashford like, like who has played well under Potter at Chelsea no, genuinely no one. Yeah, because you, you, even if a manager has not, you know, even if the team's sort of stuttering a little bit and not doing that well, yeah. mm. there's always there's, there's the odd performance, the odd Rice. flicker. <laughs> yeah, well, Declan Rice. Or even someone like, I, 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 you think under, say, you know, Klopp at Liverpool, it's not going well. You know, you know Diaz was showing something, although he's been injured for a while. Nunez is, is, is showing a bit yeah. of something. Do you the know young lad Badgetich has come through exactly, as well. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, there's positives to take from Chelsea. There's, there's nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and I'm... And I'm to be honest, I'm still surprised he's still in the job. Maybe, I don't know w- what's going on, but when he starts coming out with these kind of comments and so on, you're right, he knows it's bad. And I, and look, I feel for the man. It must be very, very difficult to sit there and get the barrage of abuse and have the same questions and, and so on and so forth. But just from a purely footballing point of view, you look at it and you, I just don't see where the improvements come in. I don't see, let's see what they can do next season. 
Yeah. I, I think it's a it's it, it's a pretty miserable time for Chelsea at the moment. Every noise out the club seems to insist that Borley's going to stick with them. Yeah. And and this is gets this gets us on to another point I know we want to discuss as well. And apparently the feeling is that he sees compar- like similarities there with, with Arteta at Arsenal yeah, well, and how Arsenal stood by him. But which I, mean, I think is ludicrous. Well, it's it part is, of yeah. saying it by watching the DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DVDs. Good God, Grandad. Yeah, Graham, I uh, want a word. It's Todd, I want a word with you. Are we going to watch All or Nothing again? <laughs> yeah, let's watch it one more time. We can do that. Yeah, I just, you know. Um, Ziyech was given a red card in the first half and then VAR saved him. <laughs> what did you make of that situation? I didn't think it was a sending off, but then, uh, then I'm a bit confused. I'm not sure. What what, what the, is it? Is it face only? Like, are you allowed to push in the shot? Like... Well, well, there's this run in and push like that. There's no rule in the rule book about you know you can't hit someone in the face. It's just violent conduct. People often say, "Oh, he's touched his face. That's it. Straight red card." But that's actually not the rule, right? So, so so it's still violent conduct. Yeah, I mean, barreling into the ref. What did you make of it? Did did you think it was? No, I've seen them. You never see that given, do you? You never see that. It's always just like Mm. a couple of yellow cards for Sean, and then it was was absolutely it it was absolutely nothing. Mm. I wouldn't have even given the yellow card for it. It Yeah, but David, your standards are. Ah, but it was just a bit of handbags, man. Just say like, lads, no more of that. Mm. Let's move on. Yeah, but again, if you we're all a cartilage only. It wasn't even a spiky game either. I don't think. David, you're very much you know if it's um, if it's not a clenched fist, you wouldn't give it as a red card. Even then. Did <laughs> get a good contact with him? It was like Roy Keane and Alan Shearer. Remember that, that yeah. oh, nonsense? Yeah. Yeah. Roy Keane was just like, I didn't even hit him. Why did I get sent off? If I'm going to get sent off, I'm going to get my money's worth. You know? yeah. Oh, dear. Um, gentlemen, uh, staying in London, West Ham United 4, Nottingham Forest nil. Yeah, Blimey. for the books, isn't it? What a sort of 15, 20 minutes it was. <laughs> I mean, 14 minutes, actually, if we're going to be um, precise. Steve Cooper said Forrest would have to have a grown-up conversation about what happened. Well, I, you, you can, but well, I mean, you get blitz like that. If you'd never watched the Premier League, you're completely unaware of what's been going on in the Premier League uh, at the moment, and you said to someone, right, here's some footage from the weekend, watch these 14 minutes, you'd be like... <laughs> Well, they're top of the league, surely. <laughs> they're the best. It was unbelievably good from 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 West Ham in the, in that bit. Before the game, they had the um, you know they were remembering Sir Bobby Moore, uh, his thirtieth anniversary of his death, and I think that something like that can can um, influence the atmosphere. But it didn't. You know, in the first half, they were a bit sluggish. It didn't. It wasn't until the second half they really, really started to go. And Danny Ings got a brace on his first start for the club as well. Mm. Um, but the atmosphere is funny because Cooper talked about the atmosphere in the uh, in the London Stadium and said we could feel the tension in the crowd. It's getting a bit touchy, and we tried to turn that in our favour. And you can see because that's what you know. We've seen in, in. It's been a while now since we've seen some of the ridiculous scenes a few years ago. But, it, you know, there's a bit of tension there. But my goodness, you know, that win for West Ham, the way it sort of lifts the roof off the stadium, the, yeah. it's, it's, a cel- it's, it's a combination of relief and joy and just pure celebration. Mm. Yeah, it was a really positive approach in the second half. I think they, I think they came into the game quite cagey, Moyes, as he usually does. And then as the game's gone, he's gone... This is right, there for the taking. This is there for the taking. And that's, that's yeah. what you should do. But I almost, I tell you what... I almost feel this is a bad result for West Ham in a way because it's going to convince a lot of people. It's going to, you know, the Moyes in. But they're going to kick on. They're going to be. They're going to be like, all oh, right, look, look, man, we can do it under Moyes. We can do it under mm. Moyes. And ultimately, long term, I don't think they can. Antonio's not win the header at the far post in every match like that, is he? Really? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. and I think Forest are very open as well. I've noticed a lot mm. this year. I, 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 sometimes they look far removed from what an associate a Cooper side with. They mm. don't look particularly organised, well drilled either. And there's lots of gaps, I think, there to exploit. Um, they take a lot of chances as well. I know they're suffering problems at the back. Um, you know, they're on about trying to register somebody and what have you for you know a couple of injuries that they've had and, and such. But yeah. it, the game was there for the for the taking West Ham. But if I'm a West Ham fan, I just wouldn't read into it too much as Moyes being back, as the team being yeah. back. I think long term yeah. they do need to move on and push on. Sure, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Sometimes, especially when you get four goals, if there's maybe one two nil or something, but it's like, well, hey, we're free scoring now. Well, West Ham have scored 23 goals in 24 games, you know. You know, not quite that's one in one. That's the total, and, and that's with the four. <laughs> that's with those four. Do you know what I mean? That, and that's what that's what you're dealing with there. You know, they're, they're crying out for a striker who can score. Ings on his mm. first start gets a brace. Of course, was disappointed not to score more. So we shall see. I mean, it was David Moyes' 250th Premier League win as a manager, and he said 250 good Saturday nights isn't bad. I mean, if you phrase it like that, you frame it like that, David, you know, he's forgetting about any midweek victories, of course. Um, but the result does ease the pressure on Moyes slightly, um, not getting carried away. He said, I haven't come here with a bottle of champagne thinking everything's hunky-dory, but I'm thrilled I've won 4-0, so I'm going to have a glass I've of wine. And why should I not? 
Why should right. he not, Peter? Again, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> just just stop it. Like, just end the interview. You don't have to keep talking. It's fine. Please, I've got to go now. Bye. Do you think like, they, they, they should, shouldn't they? That you should have some of these managers should have like their their, their agent or their own sort of PR guy. And just Slap got a big the microphone at the Just end. got a big hook. Yeah. And you he's just see him, enough. he's chatting away and whopping. He's, he's, he's talking about Chaucer again. <laughs> Get him off. <laughs> well, I, what do you think of this then? So the players, the West Ham players, held two team meetings earlier on in Sounds the Sounds like the first one went well then. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking shambles. Oh, Moisey's turned up. He's not meant to be. <laughs> right, we have to reconvene. Yeah. Uh, so this was unbeknown. in the metaverse where he can't find us. <laughs> Shall we do it in Fortnite? We'll <laughs> hide in a basement and have a chat. <laughs> Mic up, boys. Um, yeah, it was just unbeknown to the coaching staff. Moy said he was pleased to hear of this as he feels the players are stepping up and taking responsibility. Now, he did say to them in training last week um, after the loss against Spurs, let's see who's up for the fight. Right. Are you going to have another... Are, 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 are you about to hit us, David? <laughs> um, but are you going to have another secret <laughs> meeting, lads? <laughs> With that old Moisey boysy. What, what do you think? No, that, does that sound good or, or if you're Moyes you think the players have had a meeting it's it's arguably contributed to this performance where they've won 4-0 are you thinking that's good the players step up Moyes, is Moyes spinning that in a certain way are you thinking what, why is this happening I know players sometimes do this by the way this is not a huge uh, it's not it's one that gets reported Teams, players do this all the time yeah okay but but and it's uh, only ever reported when they win a match yeah, why, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. DJ. so perhaps we shouldn't read too much into yeah. it but some will say well, no, it's about time they stepped up because it's just not happening with Moyes at West Ham. And you seem to be very sceptical of him. And I wouldn't. And so does the t- league table, by the way. I, I genuinely, at this players' meeting, I would not be surprised if that was the tone. Right. Look, we know this, we know this football we're playing yeah. isn't particularly flash. And you look at some of the players they've got. Yeah, as well. exactly. But, and then, but then they'll go, look, look at the players who we've got. We've actually got some quality here. Let's just keep this club up and then hopefully we'll kick on next season mm. with somebody else. I would not be surprised if that was the top <clears> note on the meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you are, you see. Well, they should be starting Danny Ings more. That's, I think that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a big takeaway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good for him to uh, to, to get a, a couple of goals there. So, yes, uh, West Ham, two points above the relegation zone. Um, Aston Villa did them all a favour down there. They beat Everton <laughs> 2-0 at Goodison. Everton slipped back into the bottom three. Uh, ooh, yes. And, and Everton were looking quite good in the game, actually. They'll be disappointed they didn't take something out of it. They were doing a lot of the early running and so on. They missed Calvert-Lewin, as, 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 as people said, but it's goals, isn't it? It's a classic yeah. thing. If you're not scoring, you're not going to get yourself out of it. And, and Neil Morpé, despite us saying, why didn't he start maybe the Merseyside derby and so on, that's not necessarily because of the, the sheer quality he brings. It was to do with who else they started. But... You've got more pay up front. You're looking for goals. You, you do. Yeah, you do wonder. He, he's not about that. He's there to cause a little bit of a spike. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. He's one of my guys in that sense. You know, like <laughs> it, you know, he's not one of my guys because of his goals. It's because he's a little terror. Yeah, but yeah, ultimately, no. He summed it up absolutely perfectly. I thought, I thought Everton looked re- actually very good. Mm. They they look drilled. They look they look like a dice side. I was right, right. They look well drilled, organised. They bought into what he wants. Sure. The problem is when the ball does get forward. There's nobody in the box. You're crossing mm. into Neil Malpe, mm. and it's not. He wants fi- he wants the ball in the feet. He wants yeah. to play a back to goal, little layoffs. Yeah. And right now they haven't got a striker when Calvert Lewin isn't there to play that brand of football. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether they go four four two, stick Sims up front as well with him as well. Then they've got a bit more presence in attack. But yeah, that's the problem. I, on a, a, just attacking. But they've been left in the lurch in that sense. I think. Yeah, I mean, I thought Moyes, uh, not Moyes, sorry, I thought Dyche, uh summed it up quite well actually after the game. He said. Last week, you know, when we when we got a positive result, I said, no, let's not overdo it, you know, good, but, you know, carry on. And this week's the same. And I think that's it. When you have a guy like that in the, in the relegation scrap at a club like Everton, the pressure's huge. The fans are very concerned about relegation. Because, yeah, Everton shouldn't be getting relegated, of course, blah, 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 blah. To have him in there, I think, you know, it, you, you keep looking at Dyche. I think that's what you do. Like it, like an air steward on a plane. If you feel a bit of turbulence, just look at the steward, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and maybe that's it. But uh, Everton, though, they... And you put your seatbelt on, please. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do peanuts anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's, yeah, the, the, but they are in the relegation zone uh, when all's said and done. It's, it's like the baby Guinness of the Premier League are the Baileys is play, uh, teams who can score goals. Like it. <laughs> and is it Kalua? What, what's underneath the baby uh, Guinness? Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, whatever that I is. Just whatever that horrible Baileys. brown yeah. liquid is. <laughs> gravy. Um, <laughs> it's very much. Bistol. It's very, Bistol. Bistol. It's Bistol. It's very much to teams that cannot. Petrol. It's yeah. petrol. Uh, it's very much teams who can't score. And yeah. that's kind of, that's the separation, isn't it? What's the, what's the rest of it? 
Is it like vodka or something? It's a glass. It's a glass sparkling. It's just glass, is it? It's just a glass. Oh, right. Yeah. I've never had one. Don't look at me. I always oh. get it down with yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Get down the old uh, football on the pitch, yeah. mates. That's all we do. <laughs> it's all that happens. That's all we do. <laughs> Baby Guinness is all round. Um, yeah. So, But good win for Aston Villa, though. Um, mm. Ollie Watkins became the first man to score in five consecutive Premier League matches for Aston Villa. I was slightly surprised at that because they've had some decent strikers over the years. Uh, but yeah, good for him to, to, to get his goal. Um, Buendia made a difference when he came on, though. Yeah, players like that do. Yeah, I think they, that's why you got him in your squad. I think if a few teams had him, I tell you what, if a few teams down the, down the bottom of the league had a Buendia in there who can just conjure something up out of nothing, yeah. then that's a massive bonus to have in the squad. Oh, the way he took that guy, who was it he roasted? Was it Cody? Forget which defender it was. I think it might have been Cody. But the way he just... The way he just breezed past him, I like it's only one yeah. nil at the time. It yeah. felt like that was like the fourth or the fifth goal mm. or something, you know. Smashes it home, beautiful goal and, and and a great win from from Aston Villa's point of view. Um, and just to update everybody, uh, in case you don't know, we, we mentioned this stat the other week. Aston Villa have now won more Premier League games this season than Chelsea. Uh, they're on nine, Chelsea just on eight. <laughs> just to show <laughs> you again nice. to, to 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 ram that point home. Uh, David, you were unhappy uh, uh, on, on a recent show. Um, funnily <laughs> enough, surely not. Um, surely not. And we knew this because you were talking. Um, mm. No, because it was suggested that FIFA might change laws to stop goalkeepers like Emmy Martinez shit housing at penalties. Um, Martinez seemed less concerned about this when he's asked if he if he was bothered by it. He said, I already saved the penalties that I had to save. So what do you think? Ooh. Are you worried about the, the people in, like me? I, mean, I, think that, I think I want to tackle the corruption in their own house before looking at Emmy Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. I love that. I love that. Oh, by the way, he's doing a goalkeeper's pick for made a great save from Watkins, didn't he? New contract, um, John. New contract yeah, until yeah, yeah. 2026. Everton Lifer. No relegation clause, apparently. In oh, okay. the contract, he's that confident that they're <laughs> going to stay up, um, and it's it, well, and it's bad news though for for the other sides um, uh, down there, you know, most notably Everton. And the reason why they are in the bottom three is because Leeds United beat Southampton one nil. Um, Leeds United, they, you know, they needed something. They're now a point above uh, the relegation zone. A huge win at home to Southampton, and that man Javi Javi Gracia uh, won his first game in charge and we talk about you know look at look at Daesh when it gets a bit rocky you know you should be okay Leeds will do the same with Gracia David you know the, he is a man who exudes calm he's been in this situation before with Watford and I I was saying on Friday I think it's a really good appointment from Leeds yeah I, 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 every Watford mate that I have was like right we like we still like Javi Gracia you know what I mean like mm. you know he positive Very rare isn't it yeah yeah exactly positive feeling around him yeah um, but he is classic those where it says on the tin mm. So very, he'll get you organised. He'll mm-hmm. get you well drilled. Absolutely. And lead showed that straight away. And he, what he's only been there a few, couple of training sessions, and they already yeah. looked a completely different side. I'd, I'd say it was the most organised and disciplined they've looked all season. Yeah. They looked calm in control of the game. Yeah. You know, in control of the game. It was scrappy in parts, but mm-hmm. they rose above it. I don't think they're going to be as expansive as they were under Marsh. Um, but I think you're definitely going to get a different type of leads. But I mm-hmm. think it's a leads that people will appreciate in terms of you know this is what's required to step. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it was a shame for Southampton, um, of course, you know, in that sort of so-called six-pointer. The funny thing is, Southampton, we often think, or we often look for the kind of whipping boys in the Premier League. There's, there's, there's often, not always, but there's often one side who just who just fall away mm. uh, very, very quickly and, and, and they're doomed and so on. And I think people, and we would be guilty of this as well, like sort of pushing that narrative for poor old Southampton, they are only four points from safety. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it shows you how much of a fight is going on down there. Because you think to yourself, well, you know, like, the, the, the way Wolves played at Fulham, you know, the other the other night, I thought, oh, they, they look good, some of their players. Three points from safety. You know, West Ham just won 4-0 very convincingly. Two K- points from safety. Kalua. <laughs> Football Kalua. I want that to become a thing. I think it already has. There's not much Baileys down there, is there? Let, let, let's be honest. But if we want a sweet treat to finish, Peter... Mm. This 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 show. Let's talk some Major League Soccer, baby. I wish you'd got a Major League Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. They, well, they, they they don't want a man of my talent and my uh, age, uh, basically. Uh, well, it was a good win for the English in America. Come on, hey, Wayne Rooney's DC United and Fizzers into Miami started their MLS campaigns with wins. How about that? People have doubted Fizzer. They would doubt Wayne, but look at the size of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's good to see him it's starting. A good win. What about Christian Benteke scoring a, an injury time uh, equaliser for DC United before they got a 98th minute winner? Lovely to see his name, Pete. I, Do you I agree? forgot he'd left the Premier League, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was in the Palace. <laughs> 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 Were you watching the game? I was like, yeah, I'd Saturday night against somewhere. Liverpool. Get Benteke on! <laughs> he want to score against his old side. <laughs> no, he's, he's scoring against other teams. He's scoring against American sides. 
and Canadian sides. Mm. They're, they're, there's one or two of them knocking around. Yeah, yeah. The Inter- Timberwolves. <laughs> the old Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, according to Luke Moore, playing in Major <laughs> that's League a sh- That's a shame because the Ramble theme used to be played before every Portland Timbers match. Uh, yeah, and, and it, Luke yeah. mugged that guy off. Oh man, we, we got Portland Timber shirts when we when exactly. we played Illinois. I always, I always oh forget, man, I always forget his name. It's so sad. I think <laughs> I, I, I always want to call him Kevin. Right, but it could be something else. It, I mean, there's no, there's no. He, way. We met that man at the he end of our so Chicago lovely. He game. brought everyone shirts. He's he was a marvelous so man. He made us drink Malort. I seem to recall. Indeed, exactly. Yeah. If you go and watch a Portland Timbers game, just ask for Kevin. He'll, <laughs> if he's not named Kevin, he'll know to respond to it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's a Portland lovely Tim, lad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But into Miami, uh, very professional tuna went over Montreal. Not Montreal Impact anymore. I let no. Luke off in the game last week. Um, but yeah, in, in, Inter um, linked with signing Angel Di Maria over the weekend. They really want Messi, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should friendly. get... What, what's his name? Who, who did it? Is it DePaul? Rodrigo DePaul? Rodrigo Paul, yeah. Rodrigo, oh, the bouncer. Exactly, yeah, Messi's yeah, bouncer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him in. <laughs> Messi will be there straight away. Oh, I tell you. It's all building up nicely for a Fizzer Cup win. They'll sign their male sister. <laughs> I'm so messy with this. I'm so it's a really easy way to get Neymar involved, isn't it? It's her birthday soon, I think. It's her birthday. Yeah. Just five, like the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Got into Neymar anyway. Oh dear. Right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, David Cartledge. Thank you, Marcus Speller. Thank you, Peter Donaldson. Farewell. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.